Happy Friday, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Thinking Project podcast. I had young Majin on my podcast today, and it was an amazing episode. But before I get into that, make sure you guys are following me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube and part of the Facebook group because I'm going live there with my remote interviews. Uh, So you guys can get a little treat, a little early access if you're following me there. Also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, they changed up how uh, people follow and download episodes. So make sure that you've clicked that plus button in the top right hand corner so that you're following everything and you can stay up to date with all things, the thinking project and my business with Aloha views and sales training and all that on daltonkjensen.com. And without further ado, young Majin is a local hip hop artist here with an absolutely incredible story and absolutely incredible discography. So go check him out on Spotify or Apple music and get to know him and his story because uh, he's got some amazing music and he shares all of that with us in this episode. Welcome, everybody. This is Don Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. All right, let's roll. Bro. Let's go. <laughs> right on. So, young... Majin. 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 Yes, okay. sir. All right. Don't, don't hate me. Bro. <laughs> no, you're good. Right. A lot of people actually mistake it. <laughs> really? Yeah. But I mean. So where, where, uh, so tell us about you. You're, I know you're a local hip hop artist. Mm-hmm. I know you just released your, your EP. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that you had a lot of music. Right. So, so give exactly. us a rundown, bro. What, what, what are you doing? Where are you at? Um, from the beginning. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. So from the beginning, uh, I guess I found my love for music, uh, through my brother, my older brother. Okay. Like, he was basically uh, the person that introduced hip hop um, to my ears, right? So um, from that, and then he was uh, recording on like on some like I don't know way back in the day with just like the dinosaur computers, and then he was <laughs> using the the mic with the headset. Oh that yeah, was, like, yeah, like a gaming mic. Yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> it's the, the gaming mic. That's the mic he was using. Right on, man. And. Yeah, it just transpired from that to what it is now. Like he used to do music, but I don't think he like took it as seriously as I'm doing it. But yeah, yeah. But he was having fun, exactly. just like just doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And That's he beautiful. Was, he influenced me in like writing and stuff like that because yeah. obviously I'd, I'd see him walk, like write. So yeah, yeah. From there, who were some of your? You know, he introduced you to hip hop. What mm-hmm. were some of the first people he introduced you to? Mm, Bone Thugs, Bone Thugs okay. and Harmony was um, <laughs> yeah. heavy rotation, and it was crazy because yeah, this is the time where like CD wasn't even out. This is like the what is that the the tape that the, the cassettes yeah the cassettes <laughs> yeah and um yeah I remember we were just that's one of the first ones if my memory serves me right and then yeah. it transpired transpired to Fifty Fifty Cent yeah that was probably one of like my biggest inspirations with music growing up at least. Yeah. Cause th- that was like the year of like 2000 and he was probably the biggest artist in the game at, yeah. that, at that time. So. No, 50 cent was huge. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, I think it's a shame that he never won a Grammy. Has he never? I don't think so, Dang. man. We're going to have to look this up. Cause yeah. I say that right. because <laughs> like, because like, I don't think he has, I don't yeah. think 50 cent has ever won a Grammy. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, like ahead. the business moves that he, he's done, Oh yeah. Even after the music, yeah, I think is insane. And I, I, uh, yeah. Okay. So he did, he did win a Grammy. He won a Grammy for, he was a nominee for a ton of them. So 
I, I was wrong. He won a rant. He won a Grammy for crack a bottle. Ooh, I like that Ooh, song. <laughs> I haven't heard that song in a minute with, with the Eminem, right? Yeah. Yeah. With yeah that, that is, I like that's that. a crazy song. I like that song. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a bump that on my way out of here. <laughs> yeah. Now that I say it, I was like, holy cow, you're right, yeah. dude. He, well, the, I guess the one I thought he should have won a Grammy for was, uh, was his big one in, in, the, club. in the club. Gotta be in the club. Yeah. That, that whole <laughs> get Richard die trying. Get Richard die trying was crazy. And how he even maneuvered, like I said, like in the movie business. Yeah. It, it's insane. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's, I, that's why. So I, we were talking about before this, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of branched out to interviewing hip hop artists and local hip hop artists because I felt like there was a lot like, a lot of these hip hop guys that we look up to 50 cent, right. like Eminem, um, Jay-Z, like all these guys have, they're, they're like business owners, Kanye. Exactly. They're like businessmen. They're, yeah. they're rappers because they love it and that's what they do, but they like make money. Drake, he's right. got a bunch of stuff. You right. Know? Um, and so I was like, you know what, why, why don't I do this? And, and it holds true even for like us local guys, like mm-hmm. you local guys. And it's like, um, you guys, you know, I tell people when I'm talking to business owners, cause some people will ask me, they'll be like, why do you, uh, why do you interview hip hop? Well, first of all, I love it. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it's my shell. I'll do whatever the hell I want. Right. <laughs> third, right. third, I'm like, if you worked in your business as hard as some of these guys worked on their music, exactly. you'd be, you'd be more successful than you are right now. Right. <laughs> right. You know and, and the crazy thing is, is like, obviously like everyone sees the finished product, no matter right. what it is. Right. Like, uh, right. let's say, um, music, you see like the, the final mastered version of the song or when it comes to like, I heard you do comedy, right? Yeah. yeah so like <laughs> when you, when you write whatever it is, like, you know, they don't see the, the rough drafts and everything else. Yeah. But, how many, how many paper mm-hmm, things are in your trash can? Exactly. <laughs> and then it, it, it goes like, even with like sports, right? Someone yeah. that is like amazing at basketball, let's say LeBron James, like, people look at it like, oh man, like he's really good when it comes to shooting or whatever, but they don't see the shots put up in the gym hours and hours and years and years of practice. So I feel like everything kind of ties itself together. And I think that's, what's amazing when it comes to the industry of entertainment, because at the end of the day, we all have something in common. Yeah. So I think it's beautiful. (laughs) Oh yeah. And, and the one thing about it with, you know, what you were saying about like LeBron James and all these guys and not, not seeing like the work, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, you would get bored if you sat and watched LeBron practice right. for three exactly. hours, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, but to him, that's what like, that, that's what fuels it. And, and so I totally get that, man. I totally get that. How long have you been doing music? I want to say since I was like, I think I started writing at like 13, 14, nice. but like, honestly, <laughs> like I would always have these like little spurts where, um, I would take it like seriously, yeah. but then like I would just kind of lose motivation. I don't know what it was, sure, but like sure. maybe I think at, at, I've had these like thoughts with myself, right? Like what made me like not want to do it? And I think it's like fear, a little bit of fear plays in a role, right? Like, yeah. like, cause you do got to put a lot of time, energy and money into it. So when you start doubting yourself a little bit and it's like, ah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But, um, crazy thing like last year i submitted a song to juggy and yeah um one of my homies like um he's like you ever heard of juggy and i'm like (laughs) no i don't know who that is but he's like yo he does this thing and it's uh it's like a mixtape with just local artists like submitted to him i'm pretty sure he's gonna like 
play your song, like put your song on there. And yeah. I was like, what do I got to lose? I'm like, whatever. And we just finished oh, the I song. So a week later, um, he put it on the, on the, the mixtape. And then I was like, Oh snap. And then I think I followed him on Instagram after that. And then after that, um, I hit him up like, Oh, like, you know, just paying respects. Like, thank you for putting me on yada, yada, yada. And then I think a couple months later, he hit me with uh, the October Slap Lake City show and asked wow. me if I wanted to do it. And then after that, it was just history. Like, it's so crazy. Everyone that I've met so far, even like the people that's like uh, filming my music videos now yeah. is through that that, wow. that crowd. So yeah. he's opened a lot of doors for me. And I'm, I know for a lot of artists. Is, so yeah, big he's respects like, yeah, to yeah, Juggy. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, my guy. I, I, I hadn't heard of, I'd heard a, a little bit of DJ Jaggy mm-hmm. just because I'd been around, like we do, we were going to go to a few concerts and I heard his name maybe on the radio and some stuff, but yeah, he does a lot for local no, artists. He really does. He does it's a crazy. ton for local artists. And mm-hmm. I like what you said there, dude, you know, you're one of your friends, you know, you're telling the story. One of your friends told you just to submit it and you're like, right. what do I have to lose? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ever since like, Honestly, when it comes to like uh, the local scene of like hip hop, yeah, um, I, I honestly was so like closed off because I live in Layton. Okay, I'm, I'm around that that side. Oh of, yeah. yeah, and it's more like the hip hop yeah. group's not not up exactly. in Layton very much. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I saw like the K, the Dogs of the World, and then the Bobby B Max of the World, <laughs> and you know the list goes on and on with so many oh, talent, yeah. <laughs> I was just so amazed. I was like, damn. You're like, this is real. This is, yeah. I was like, yo, this is real. And, and what's funny is like, obviously they didn't know who I was too. So the first time I ever, ever like put like a show on stage or whatever, it was, it was love. Like I'm sure like some, some other artists didn't feel the same way, but majority of it, I would say like 95% of it, everyone was really like, cool And it's like, dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Everybody is really. I've I've interviewed a lot of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Kay, Bobby, you had the duo. Right. Uh, get Gabino. Mm-hmm. Um, he, yeah. He's cool, man. Yeah, he's he's cool as fuck. <laughs> cool um, he was just actually um on Soundwell. He was the host on Wednesday. I saw that. Yeah, yeah I follow him on 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 Instagram. That was uh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. For a Wednesday <laughs> night, so many people. <laughs> popped out it was insane yeah and you know what i think more and more people are starting to realize like it's cool like we all like the the big guys right mm-hmm. like of course you like like these famous guys. right but but for some reason utah is so slept on it is like for me really is because it's there's weird. so much good talent like i listened to to vent your ep mm-hmm. um and then a few songs after that uh ap uh, mm-hmm. alma alma milford mm-hmm. uh, i had him on he's got he's nice he's got he was good just on stuff. um with uh amy dukes you know who she is? No, uh-uh. You got to check her. I'll All show right. you. All right, deal. She's fire. <laughs> and how she like worked the crowd because she had a set okay. on last okay. Wednesday. And yeah, AP, AP was there. And then uh, I don't know if you know who Hollywood Killer, uh, Hollywood, um, Hollywood is. I don't know. Hollywood don't know. Kilo. Yeah. Hollywood Kilo. Hollywood okay, Kilo. I'll go check him yeah. out. Because I'm not, you know what? At first I was like, uh, cause I'm from a, I'm from a small town where like everybody wanted to be a rapper. So, mm. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I, I, listen to, I, know, I, I think I, think, play, yeah, right? I, hear, I hear some of my friends stuff and I'm like, dude, this, I mean, if you're doing it for fun and you love yeah. it, like I'm never going to tell you to stop doing it. Right. But I was like, I hear some of their stuff from my hometown. And I'm like, you and know, it's this hard, is- <laughs> right? It's hard to be like, yo, I don't think that's it. Yeah. That's not it. Man. Right. <laughs> well, I have a buddy. I have a buddy. I won't, I won't mention his name, but yeah, he tries to sing. He tries to do this kind of stuff. And I'm like, you haven't found it yet, bro. You haven't found mm-hmm. your, you haven't found your flow. Like he's got a good voice. 
he's got a good writing style, right. but he tries like this, you know, rap or like <clears throat> country and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm like your voice. That's not your voice, man. Mm-hmm. You got to find something that, that fits. And you. sometimes it's weird because there's people that make it out in the industry. And I, I don't think they're, maybe it's just my personal sure. taste, but like, I think it's really just how you brand yourself. Oh, good point. Yeah. That's I, a really good point. Yeah. And cause a lot of these people are good and then they don't ever make it to the, um, the limelight and they kind of just yeah. turn into like a ghostwriter. Some of them. And then some of them are just doing other things behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Because yeah. at the end of the day is like, there's one artist that said it. Um, it's like, yeah, you can, you can like rap good and stuff, but can you sell it? Right. You know? And I think that's yeah. what a lot of these people, like the A&Rs, like the really big music um, people that control that. I think that's yeah. what they look at it too. Is like, they oh, look at, sure. they look at you as a person, like as a character, like how can we brand and sell you? you? Yeah. What makes you, you, yeah. that's for sure, man. That's yeah. for sure. Cause you look at that and that's the point. Right. I, and I think, What's funny about that is when I interviewed you the duo the first time, mm-hmm. um, they, that's what they were talking about. I'm like, what's the hardest part about this gig for you? What's the hardest part about this game? And they're yeah. like getting our name out there. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, right. that's why we're here. And I'm right. like, I'm like, shit. Yeah. I mean, but what's funny about that is that's the hardest part about business. It's mm. not, you can have a badass product. Right. You have a badass service. You got badass prices. Right. And ever, and you got a killer, you know, you, all your friends are telling you they love it and it's true. Mm-hmm. Right. They mm-hmm. genuinely know. But then nobody else knows. Exactly. <laughs> but the cool thing about it is once people catches on and yeah. then they like, you're a household name, yeah. you can like literally, literally do anything. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just put it out yeah, and go. You, like Drake, I'm pretty yeah. sure like, yeah, he puts time and effort into his music. Yeah. But <laughs> well, anything that he like says in the mic, a hit. Yeah. Just because he's Drake. Well, he's you guy. remember he put that, speaking of Drake, he put that, that album out that was Care Package. Mm-hmm. And those were all, all old songs. Old songs. I, I remember hearing, crazy, right? I remember hearing one of them and I was like, I remember listening to this on SoundCloud mm-hmm. in 2010, like mm-hmm. 5, 5 a.m. in Toronto, yeah. 4 p.m. in Calabasas. Right. Like those are SoundCloud right, songs. Right, right. <laughs> and that's a stra- strategic move on his end. Yeah. And it works, like I said, because it's Drake. <laughs> so he can go like, be like, you know what? I don't want to drop my album yet. Let right. me drop some of the songs that I just put on SoundCloud and put in as a care package. Yeah. And then boom. Yeah. And money. like old song, like everybody, I, I remember that I think you found who was like, and I don't know if, I know some people hate, hate on Drake or whatever, but right. I think he's good. I like right. it. I think he's cool. Um, but I remember seeing people like, oh, did you hear his new album? And I'm like, you know, that's not new, right? Right. <laughs> like, you know, it that is, you know, you know that's crazy. <laughs> what? I kind of did that with my EP. <laughs> okay. So like, I want to say three or four of the tracks that was on that EP was like two, three years old. Was was overthinking one of them? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That okay. one. And then, um, the one for my mom's. Yeah. 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 That was old. Um, cry was old too. Yeah. That's a bunch, cool, bunch of those. That's so those cool, are man. like literally like me two, three years ago. That's great. Yeah. Dude. But that's cool. You know, the album, I listened to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole, your, the whole album had a, had a, had a good feel to it. Right. It had a good vibe. Exactly. It. I was like, I like this. It's yeah. Cool. When I was orchestrating it, um, and kind of like putting it together, um, I knew I wanted to put the, the song that I made for my mom's in it. Yeah. Um, and then that was like, kind of like the foundation. Right. So when I was like thinking of what other tracks to put in, I didn't want to put some like hype song or like, right, a, right. you know, you I kind of, yeah, yeah I kind of wanted to keep the same energy throughout the whole project. So 
that's how it kind of went. No, it was a good, I mean, like I said, I listened to it. I, I usually have my, my Spotify on shuffle. So, you know, whenever I listen to, whenever I'm interviewing an artist, I, I put on their last album, I turn shuffle Mm -hmm. off and then I just start working. And that was a good feel. It was a, it was a really fun project. And it's fun to see, like, I like when, like you drop a lot of singles. Right. And I like that. I like the singles. I like the hype singles. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's always fun to see like a project. Exactly. You know, like, and, yeah, there, and there's yeah. like a, there's like a theme to all the songs mm-hmm. and there's this, you know, it's not the same beat, but you kind of get the same vibe exactly. going, you know what I mean? And like Gabino Grimes did that with, with one, with his album, Darby Hint, you know, and I love the, I love the art behind it, dude. Mm-hmm. I love like the care cause you can hear it. Right. And I, and I to going back to like why some people make it and some people don't, that's one of the reasons why I think people don't. And look, man, I, like <clears throat> I did comedy twice. Mm-hmm. I'm not an, I'm not an artist. I can't sing for crap. I could never do what you guys do. But I, but if I had to give my two cents, it would be love. It would be the passion that you put into the project. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a love song. Like you can, you can, you can have someone that, um, like raps like super raw. Right. And, but you can just tell the, the passion of their voice and how they deliver someone like, that's right. Yeah. Passion I, in the delivery. It's exactly. Like, it's like your mom's cooking or yeah. your grandma's cooking. Yeah. Like I can make the same thing. It tastes like shit, mm-hmm. but my mom makes it with the same everything right. and it tastes better because <laughs> there's like some artists that come up to me and like ask me for like their, my two cents on what they can improve. And I think that's what it is. Um, the, the, the passion, yeah, you know, yeah. like you can kind of almost hear if they're like, oh, not yeah. really like if they don't love the song. Yeah. Or sometimes they don't even, <laughs> trust themselves. I don't yeah, know how to yeah. explain it. Confidence. Yeah. Confidence. Yeah, confidence it's right? the confidence, man. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're singing, hoping that this song blows up, I think you're th- singing for the wrong reason. Right. I think you're rapping for the wrong reason. And sometimes, it, sometimes they can do it like on oh, a yeah. mic yeah, yeah, yeah. like this, but then they get on stage and it's a whole <laughs> different ball game. That's what I've, I've noticed yeah. a lot of artists too. Like they can have like this, <laughs> super bravado but then like once yeah. once they're like in the limelight on the stage it's like <laughs> it is different it dude. is it's, it's so different. Very different and it's very very i don't know i can only speak for myself but i always get nervous yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so the the dude and i <laughs> i joke about it that i'm like a comedian but i'm not mm-hmm. because like i you know the way they do it is you get one in salt lake you get open mic mm-hmm. you you apply for it like the week before you got to email in and right. then they pick randomly and they tell you on Monday. So, you, so the set is on Wednesday right? and they tell you if you made it on Monday. So you mm. got to like be working, you know, you got to be working on your jokes before <laughs> that. Yeah. And the first time I did it, it was a joke. Like I didn't think, I thought, dude, didn't they so put many- you on the big stage? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they did. They put us on the big stage. I was like, we went to, we went to the, the club before that, the night before yeah. they have a bucket list open mic and it's just in the lounge. And I was like, well, I can do the lounge. Like people are eating, they're drinking, right. you know, this isn't a big deal. Like it's very, it's very light. And then the next night, Wednesday, we get there and we're in the lounge. Cause I'm like, this is where we're doing it. And then one of the guys goes, Hey, you're on, uh, <clears throat> you're, you're on. Right. And I'm like, yeah, he goes, yeah, you were in this room. And I'm like, Oh crap, dude, big room. It the was like one room. of the first open mics of the year and it was packed. And I was like, Oh no, it's terrifying. That is crazy. Yeah. I would I'm be funny. terrified. Yeah. That's like, that's like, my first show ever coming back. And then they're like, Oh yeah, you got the complex right there. Yeah. You got the complex. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like, Yo. and, and we promoted the hell out of it mm. <laughs> and you were handpicked by the way. So good luck. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and that's what's so crazy. Cause um, from October to the day of the, the complex, I, I did every 
every time Juggy reached out to me and mm-hmm. said like, oh, we have this date available. Like, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Mm. I don't think I ever turned one down Yeah, as of yet. Um, And yeah, like come full circle. I feel like, you know, like I used it as obviously I'm doing the best I can, but mm-hmm. as like a practice run too for the next the show. The next big one. Yeah. yeah you got to so, like stay for Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you when stay the in day there. of the complex, I felt like I was, yeah, I was nervous, but as soon as like the B started playing, I, I felt comfortable on there. Yeah, as well as you know, I could pregame jitters. Mm, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's just <laughs> very big pregame jitters. That's yeah, crazy. you got you got the big game, and you're like, dude, I've done this before. Of course, I've done this before, but it it doesn't get any easier. No, <clears throat> it doesn't. Yeah, and and then you just roll, dude. You just go with it. Yeah, because because you have to. Like, if you want to be successful, you got to do shit that makes you uncomfortable Uncomfortable, exactly you got to be comfortable <laughs> with being uncomfortable yeah, yeah yeah well and what you said i like what you said which is what a lot of people and i know i'm tying this all, a lot into business mm-hmm. and that's not my point but it's just interesting like i like to draw those connections right but because music is like business in a sense too. yeah it is a business mm-hmm. yeah you're a business owner dude mm-hmm. you got to manage your brand you got to mm-hmm. manage your, your you know you are the salesman for your music exactly <laughs> how real. are you gonna yeah how do you get it out there but that's one of them you know, you mentioned like saying yes to every opportunity. Mm-hmm. How is that something that came natural to you, or like did you learn that from somewhere? Um, I'm pretty sure I picked it up somewhere somehow. I don't know. I can't pinpoint it, but sure. I mean, like, um, Juggy always said that you don't know who's in the crowd that may be mm-hmm. listening or watching, right? Mm-hmm. And true, like to me, like he is that guy. You know, some, yeah. sometimes I look at him like, "Yo, you are that dude," because yeah. at the end of the day, like. He, like I said, he opened so many doors. Yeah. And like, even just like uh, we got an event, I don't know, like, um, I should say, but I'm gonna sure. say it anyways, <laughs> July 24th. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you know, uh, what's his name? I got a brain cramp. Dizzy Wright. There you go. Okay. You know no, who Dizzy I, Wright no, is? I heard yeah. Right. I think he made like, I, I'm pretty sure when he was like most popping was like probably like five years ago. <clears throat> but anyways, okay. he's coming and performing on soundwell on that that's on crazy. the 24th so dude soundwell's like big man it's, yeah yeah i didn't realize how big it was i felt like an idiot the first time i was like what's soundwell and they're like you don't know what soundwell is? it's crazy i was like oh, okay. i because i didn't know what, what soundwell <laughs> till it, it is now and now like yeah, all the yeah. all the security and like bodyguards and like the management people like they know who i am right, and right. When, it's funny because <laughs> when was it i think it was right after the complex show um i, I did like um one of my homies Rodri, he had like a, a set and we have yeah. a song together and he's like, Hey, you want to um, do that song with me? And I was like, sure. Why not? Yeah. So I pull up and as soon as like I'm walking into there, I, f- I remembered everything, my mask and everything. And I forgot my freaking license, my ID. Oh no. So I was like, Oh man. So I was like, I'm not going to go back all the way to Layton. Yeah. yeah obviously. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to just roll. I'm going to just act like I forgot, you know? <laughs> so I'm like walking up to him. He's like, Oh, Hey. And I'm like, like, like reaching like, Oh, like, you know, like, pretending like yeah, yeah, yeah. But I already knew I didn't have it. And he's like, what are you doing? He's like, Hey, Majin, Majin. He's like, bro, you're good. Just, you're good. Just walk in. Yeah. Well, yeah, they already know. Dude. Yeah. yeah they so know. I'm like, Oh my bad. But yeah, now, yeah. You, so dude. now like, I don't even have to yeah. show my ID. So it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's the little things, right? Yeah, that is. Yeah. But that's cool though. dude. Yeah. That's one of those things where you're like, there is, there is small steps like in, in your career where, you know, you made it. Mm-hmm. And that's one of them. Like right. when you go to a big event right. and this guy knows you, exactly. you're on a first name basis with these guys. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to go to Sandwell and show my ID. Right. I know all those guys down there. Oh, and there's another <laughs> um, funny story with the complex. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so um, we did the sound check 
and then I ha- I wasn't like like uh, ready like as far as like my outfit right so I had to run back home and then come back so when I was coming back like uh, like what time did I get there around uh, I'd say like almost eight okay. and I think the event started at seven so a lot of like moving bodies are like you know trying to get in there's security everywhere so I pull up in like the gate and I hop out and I'm like hey like super serious I'm like hey I'm one of the artists like uh, I need parking in the back because I didn't want to park my car like <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. And then they looked at me and then they're like, okay. And then they started talking in the radio. They're like, sorry, give me one second. Um, we're <laughs> we're going to see if there's a parking, right? And I was just like, all right. Like a second later, like they radio back in with the headset. And they're like, okay, yeah. And then they moved like the, the what is that? The barricades yeah, the bar- for, for me to go in. I was like, yo, this is dope. <laughs> and they're all like escorting me to like yeah, what parking spot. Hell then, yeah, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> that is cool. There it are is, some little things yeah, where you're like, right? did I made it? All right. Yeah. This is kind of cool. Right? Is, yeah, because there dope. is something special about just starting in your hometown and getting that hometown love. Right. You know what I right. mean? And like people, you know, you always have your hometown. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Russ, Russ says, is it Russ or someone says, you know, you're hated most in your hometown. Mm, facts. Yeah. <laughs> but it's difficult. Like right. yes and no. It's a yes and no. I would yes say, no. yeah, I would yeah. say, but what's crazy is like, um, I've always made music. And like I said, was, this is like probably like my first time ever like venturing out this like crazy. Uh-huh. So yeah, I would say like from those sporadic moments where I would take music seriously, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I wouldn't get that much love from the city. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was, like it was more, whatever, yeah. morally like some random dude that, <laughs> you know, found my song on SoundCloud or wherever yeah, on YouTube yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But yeah. Now, like even like with this last project that I like, um, I dropped it, 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 it's a cool feeling knowing that there's local people, not just artists too, that Mm -hmm. tune in and actually like, you know, wait and actually, you know, like listen. And then they they message me and they give me like so much like love and feedback. It's, it's insane. It's cool. Yeah, man. Well, that's a dude. I'm one of them. Cause I'm like, and I'm different. Like I'm, I feel like a, I feel like a big outsider on this because um, I just, I just listen, dude. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, this is cool, man. Because it's always nice. There's something refreshing. And there's also something very like powerful when you see someone who you're like, you know, you see like young Majin, mm-hmm. you're like, dude, me and him, you know, we we're sitting here, we're doing a podcast and he can, he can do stuff that when I hear it, like, this is my thoughts. Like when I hear this stuff, I'm like, this stuff, it should be on the radio, right? Right. This stuff, this stuff, I could see this stuff going like on you know, top 10 or, mm-hmm. or billboard 100 mm-hmm. or something like that. You know what I mean? Especially because, uh, especially, and I know you shouldn't compare, but I always do. I'm like, especially when I see like some of these, right. like these bunk artists that made it, I'm like, dude, I, I get it though. Mm-hmm. But, but it goes back to what you were saying. Like they, they figured out how to sell themselves. Mm-hmm. They figured out how to like, I, I look at <laughs> it as like two ways. They either found out how to sell themselves or they have someone in the industry that has, Oh, fair enough. Yeah. yeah some connects, some connects. That's Definitely. true, dude. Cause some of these artists yeah. is like when they have interviews, like they tell you, like they tell them like straight up, like, Oh, I have an uncle or some sort or some, 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 sometimes like the, uh, the fans, you know, they do their research and they do their own digging and then they find out that, Hey, like so-and-so had so-and-so. Yeah. His so. uncle or exactly. yeah, brother or like, and I think Russ touched down on that too. Yeah, probably Russ is, Russ is really cool. I, first of all, I, I really like his music. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. I, I, th- I like, I really like Russ's music. I, I do too. Okay, I think he's cool. like super versatile <laughs> Yeah, and 
um i forgot what i think it was just like i forgot what, what podcast i think it's the one with joe budden okay yeah when he was like talking about how he made it in the industry because uh-huh. he had no connects from what i what right I know, right least. yeah i don't think but he did. yeah he dropped like a single every day for like three years or some crazy right yeah, dude and then mix mastered engineer yeah, all, himself. all himself you know what that's why i i really like russ because first of all his songs are great mm-hmm. second of all that that first album there's really a wolf Right. He was the no features, mm-hmm. all him, like nobody else did anything to that project. He did it all. Yeah. Um, and I think that was like the first album like that. Yeah. Right. Mixed, mastered, engineered, by produced himself. by him. Yeah. We're all written by him. There right. were no feature there. And I don't think he did a feature for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I don't think he's ever tried to like yeah. buy a feature yeah. from like one of he's the big always, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and what's cool about him too. Um, I, I, I think there was like this like little clip that someone saved on their Instagram is that he don't charge for features. Wow. Yeah, he said that he don't charge for features. So you just got to be, but there's got to be something else he does. I'm pretty sure, like, there's, like, ways that you can get, like, a percentage, like. Um, well, well, I mean, like, he just, he doesn't do a feature for everybody. Oh, yeah, do the obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has to, like, genuinely fuck with your music. Oh, okay, I'm, okay. I'm, cr- I'm assuming. Yeah, but. well, it reminds me of, like, like Elon Musk. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't require a college degree, but you also can't be a bomb to exactly. work for him. You know? And I think that's what the route I'm taking. Like, yeah. if I genuinely fucks with your music, I wouldn't charge. I yeah. think that's weird. Yeah. That's just my two cents. Yeah. I wouldn't charge. Well, there's, I mean, then there's a lot of people who do and that's how they make money. Exactly. And, and, I, and no knock to them, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Dude. to each own. But yeah. I, I genuinely wouldn't charge. I think I did like, I have like four features that I just did like in a matter of like the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. And right on, man. Bro, they all sound super good. That's great. That's super I feel good. like that's another way to like get your name out. Exactly. There, so that's yeah, how I look at yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Like whenever I'm invited to go on a podcast, Mm-hmm. Um, like someone else's podcast, I don't do, I don't, I just, I'm the guest bro. Mm-hmm. And I try to get invited and like I ask yeah. and stuff, but, but yeah, I, I guess that doesn't really happen. There are people who charge, but, but, and I've paid for one person to be on my podcast. Who's going to be on soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I pay for, but he was a bit, he was a big, big dude. And I can't even believe that he said yes and char- right. wanted me to pay him any like, cause you know, you get some of these people and they're like, they're like, I'm going to ask this guy. And he's going to say no. Um, mm-hmm. But, but he, uh, but the, this gentleman that I asked was like, yeah, I'll do it. But like I, I charge cause my, I, I do a lot of speaking and I was like, fair enough. But, but these guys, like normally you don't charge like that in, in the podcast industry though. Like right. normally that's how it is. Like um, nobody will really charge, but they also like, if you're, if your audience isn't big enough, if they don't like your podcast, if mm-hmm. they don't know who you, yeah. Like if they don't right. mess with you, then they're not coming on. Right. So, so I, I understand that. And I think that's a cool way to do it. I think so too. Yeah. You're like, eh, good luck, man. Yeah. It's just, it's just weird when like, let's say you, I, um, I don't really like their music. Like, how do I turn that down? <laughs> I, I, I got Cause like, I honestly, like, I really don't mind writing for anybody that I like. Um, I genuinely like mess with their music, but uh-huh. like, um, yeah, but so, it's, but it's tough when you're like, yeah, I don't really tough. mess with you. Yeah. It's, it's really is tough. Cause like, I really don't look at it as like, um, like that person sucks and this person is good, you know? Cause yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, like I tell people all the time, like there was a point in time where I wasn't as good as I am now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just practice and just really yeah. like being a student to the game at like the music industry too, you know, yeah. like figure out what one, I think it's like figuring out who you are as a musician and what kind of vibe you're trying to like give off Yeah, and then kind of go from there. Yeah. But at the same time, don't bite an artist like to the T. 
You know what I mean? Because obviously like there's a lot of artists that influence me on so many levels. Right. Yeah. Especially if like there's like a different vibe of a song. Like, yeah. But at the same time, like be you. But Uh I don't even know. Like, yeah, no, well, it's just, and, and people just got to know that. Cause I, I feel the same way. Like mm-hmm. I've been rejected, like I've been rejected by people who I was like, dude, the, for sure they're going to want to come on my podcast. Right. Like, oh, you're not any bigger than me. Yeah. And <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're like, nah, I'm good. Like, no, all right, man. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you just move on. But I feel like you got to be really like, I think one of the reasons, I think one of the reasons another people or, or people are successful versus not is they're really comfortable with like their themselves. Right. They know like, like they know rejection's not about them necessarily mm-hmm. because yeah, it's not personal. Like I just, you know, like I listen to some people's music. I listen to some local people's music mm-hmm. and I'm like, I respect, like, I know how hard that is. I respect your talent. Yeah. Like <clears throat> it's not bad, yeah. but it's just not me. And right. there's nothing wrong with that. Right? right. That's why we have, that's why I have thousands of artists on my phone that I listen to exactly. and, and they're all so different. And that's why I have thousands of different podcasts I listen to right. because it's like, and speaking of podcasts, uh, even yeah. around like, the Salt Lake area, there's a bunch. Dude, there's a ton. Yeah. And yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. like dope. Yeah, they're good. Man. Yeah. There's I'm a lot like, of good ones out there, dude. There is. Yeah. And so that's why I'm just like, I just do my thing. And, mm-hmm. and because if you don't love what you do, or if you're doing it to like get big or get famous or get rich or something mm-hmm. like that, it's like you're not having fun. Like yeah. for this is an outlet for me. Mm-hmm. Like I work, I ha- I own two businesses mm-hmm. and I, w- I have a nine to five. Right. And I have a family. Exactly. Right? And and this is an out this is a way for me to like unwind right and and that you crazy you say that because same you know yeah, like yeah. like a lot of people obviously i'm just gonna i'm posting what i post on instagram and sometimes it looks like i'm like this artist right that i'm like you know showing the world but yeah. at the end of the day like i'm just a normal person that works a nine to five to yeah. gotta get up in the morning yeah. i got bills just like y'all like you know what i mean so it's crazy yeah. but but it's cool too because like sometimes you do get caught up right with these like big artists and you look at them like as if they're like this magical creature. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. that I'm like, kind of like stepping my toes in the industry, I, I do look at like these artists as like, Hey, like they're just like us. Like, yeah. Yeah. They, you know? they, they wake up, you know? And, and what's funny is, is like people think that when you get to a certain point that some of these problems go away and they, and they don't go no. away. You just learn yeah. how to manage. I think that, that saying like more, more money, more problems is a real thing. <laughs> For real, for real. <laughs> yeah, man, it is. And, and I think uh, I've, there's a lot of times where I like thought to myself, like, yo, like what if I was to make it like, is, like I, I don't want it to change me as a person. Mm-hmm. But I think um, sometimes it's the people around you that change. I think so. I, well, I know that's, I know that's part of it. Yeah. That's a big part of it. People are like, oh, money changed you. And I was like, you know, and I'm I looking around, I'm like, no, you guys changed. Mm-hmm. Like we were all homies. Yeah. And like, we all knew what, what might've happened. Right. And, and when it did, you guys showed your true colors, not me. Cause I was cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know and saying? it's like, you know, like at the end of the day, like we were kind of like um, saying like, it's a business. So like yeah. when, when there's those people that like, feel like, Oh, you got a show. Let me uh, get in for free or something like that. Uh-huh. So it's like, yo, like it kind of puts yeah. you in this like weird, like, yeah, you know, you know I, I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know it's I like, I could, but like, <laughs> Why wouldn't you like if if it was like some other big name artist you wouldn't right. you wouldn't like even blink an eye to pay two fifty yeah you know what yeah I mean? like you yeah, can't yeah, spend yeah. thirty twenty bucks on a right. on a ticket for your homie you know what I mean <laughs> yeah it, it puts yeah, a weird yeah. like 
Well, and, and I learned that one because like I, we had a bunch of products, um, you know, we, we had a physical product business that we sold stuff online and people would do that. And I would be like, no, I can't give it to you for free, but, right. I, but I do like a discount because exactly. it's a weird one. Right. But, but because like I, you know, and I'm not going to say anything about it. Like you just got to be, com- again, you just have to be comfortable with mm-hmm. like whatever, because people have given, you know, people have given me free stuff for their right. thing. Um, and I've also paid more money than, you know what I mean? And exactly. that's, and that's not what it's about. Right. right. Let me get that out there. It's paying more money for something than you should have mm-hmm. is not what it's about. But I, but I've done both, right? right? Like gotten free stuff and then paid money. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. like lemonade stands, you got to go buy lemonade, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. From these kids. Lemon, that's bad. That's bad juju. Mm. If you don't buy lemonade from kids selling lemonade, <laughs> just cause I'm a salesman. Right. So, so, uh, that's the original hustle. Yeah. And if you don't buy lemonade, so I always buy shitty lemonade for $5. Okay. <laughs> Every time I see a lemonade stand now, I'm going to be like, I'm going to buy some. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just me because yeah. like, because I'm in sales, right? And, exactly. And and I'm the kind of guy who like, I believe that what you put out there, you get exactly. back. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. And if you, you know, and it's not about the lemonade and it's not about the money, you know, it's about this idea that you're supporting people who wouldn't normally get supported like that, mm-hmm. you know, and you make some kids, did you ever sell anything as a kid? Um, I feel like. <laughs> Like when they were like doing like the little fundraisers with the chocolate. Oh, sure. Chocolate stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. You got to buy the chocolate. Mm-hmm. You got to buy Girl Scout mm-hmm. cookies. Mm-hmm. You know, I worked at a, a car dealership and we had people coming all the time. Like we had this, uh, it was actually really cool. We had this guy who would come in and he was selling loaves of the worst banana bread that <laughs> I've ever tasted. bro. Yeah. And he was selling them for like 10 bucks, but he'd come in and he was like, Hey, I'm selling this bread that these you know, these, uh, it was like from a halfway house oh, Okay. and they were selling bread for these, for, for these people who were trying to get their lives back. Right. In order. Right. Right. And he's like, and the money goes to classes. He showed us this whole pamphlet. He's like, money goes to classes, to job training. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, give me like five of them. That's dope. Because it's like, because it's not about the bread. It's right. not about the money. It's right. about, it's about these guys. Like they're actually trying to do something. Right. And if, and if I can't, you know, and this is personal, right. But like, if I can't give somebody that, Mm-hmm. then why would I expect somebody to pay for something like real? You know exactly. what I mean? <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah. So, but that's, I get, get what you're saying. That's, that's why like, even when like, um, like Juggy, for example, right. Like when he asked me to do a show, I feel like it's always a yes. Like, unless yeah. I really have something like I can't <laughs> make I can. it, you know, but yeah. if I'm like literally free and I don't like the only thing in my schedule is to hit the gym that day, I'm, yeah. of course I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Because it's like, yo, like this guy literally opens because, so many doors for me. It's yeah. the least I can do. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. That's the way I look at it. Too. I know. And, and if Dre and it, Dre Rocca is the same way for me. Mm-hmm. So he did a lot to help me like, you know, get my name out there. He shares my stuff. And so, yeah, I'm on that basis with Dre. Like mm-hmm. if he calls me, like yeah. unless I'm in the middle of closing a big deal, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I answer the phone. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, what do you need, bro? He's yeah. like, he's like, I need this. I'm like, all right, I'm there. <laughs> yeah. That's dope because like sometimes that's all you need. Right. Yeah. Cause like, honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be in this chair right now if it wasn't for that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and, uh, he's, he's done a lot for the podcasting community mm-hmm. and he's done a lot for the hip hop. He's just this, he's just this creative guy who's got his hands in every bucket mm-hmm. and he just connects people. And I like, I'm like, dude, when do you sleep? Like yeah. you're on Twitch in the morning. <laughs> you're like doing all it. It's, it's crazy. He is he's DJing he's, everywhere. Yeah. He's DJing. He's, I'm like, bro. I'm like, uh, I like go support him, but I'm such a, I'm such a wimp dude. He's DJing. He's like, we're watching fights. 
and he's DJ and his DJ starts at like 10. I'm like, bro, that's past my bedtime. Mm -hmm. I got two. But he, but the crazy thing is, is I'm like, I got two babies. He's got three babies mm -hmm. and he's still doing all this. Stuff. I got no babies. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I couldn't. <laughs> he's, he's an amazing there's, but that's what I'm saying. Like when I started podcasting, I, one of the things I wanted to genuinely do mm -hmm. was like meet some amazing people. Right. And if I, if for some reason all of this was gone tomorrow, I wouldn't regret one thing because I've met some amazing people like yourself, yeah, yeah. like these guys who just like are, are sources of inspiration for me. Like sometimes when I get down on like my businesses and stuff, I'm like, no, nah, dude, they, you, like, you know, young agents out there, mm -hmm. like Bobby's out there, mm -hmm. Dre's out there. Mm -hmm. Like these guys are hustling and yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. No way. I, <laughs> yeah. And it, and it inspires me too, like seeing these people that, um, you know, put out like, 110 percent yeah. when it comes to even just like how they orchestrate their video or even like how their yeah. songs is making mastered and produced like there's yeah. these little things that to the outside people that don't really you know pay attention much mm -hmm. to it like it can be unnoticed but like like me myself like i noticed those things and it's just like damn it does make me like step want to step my game up and you know like and like do the best i can do yeah man so. absolutely well, what, what is it for you? What keeps you going? What, what makes you tech, man? Mm, I feel like in a sense, like I want to do the impossible. And when I say like the impossible, like, I mean, like in my family tree, Yeah. because I feel like everybody has that, like, like when you were growing up as a kid, you want to do something like crazy. If yeah. it's being like a pro athlete or something, you know, and this yeah. is, was my niche. So like me, like I want to set an example for like my niece and nephews, like, whatever they want to do in their life. If it's mm -hmm. being a doctor or, or the next NFL star, like, you know, like I want them to see like what it's like when you put your time and energy and like your focus on that one goal. Mm. And yeah, well, I want yeah, them man. to look up to me and like as a, as a cool role model <laughs> and they already do. It's so yeah, crazy. Yeah. I have this nephew, right? <laughs> and we did this like a uh, Filipino festival a couple like uh, on uh, when was it I think it was like last week and when he was getting when I was like the day before he was like telling his mom like hey like is uncle gonna um, perform <laughs> and she's like yeah and then she goes like he goes like oh is he like famous <laughs> and, he, and she's like well like not famous but like yeah like people know of him yeah and, you know yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. and uh, it puts puts me like in a different perspective like these people like these kids like they they you know like they visualize and they they look up to like certain people so oh yeah man i i didn't that's the one thing i did not listen i did not realize my parents were telling the truth on mm -hmm. i think that was the most uh that was the one principle that i that I should have listened to more that I didn't. Right. And it was that idea that people around you look at you. Yeah. Right. They look at you like the people who aren't important don't look at you, but the people who are important to your journey are mm -hmm. paying attention. Right. They, they know what's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and yeah, not letting, I mean, that's a big one, right? Not letting people down mm -hmm. and, uh, and just, and then, and then like, um, you know, being that in source of inspiration for somebody, right. that's, that's a, that's a really cool thing. And that's a lot of responsibility, man. Yeah. It's scary. It is. It is. And I think that's what, in a good way, in a good way. Right. Like not yeah. like, I'm not saying anybody's going to go and do anything bad, but it's also like uh, you feel the weight kind of, I guess it, you know, it's just, a, there's a weight. Yeah. There's definitely some sort of, um, expectations, right. I guess, especially if like right now I feel like I'm doing the most I can, but I think the journey so far is like fun. And, yeah. and I think, I think no matter what, um, like path you choose in life 
yeah. as long as you're having fun and you genuinely love it. Yeah. I think you're right on the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, man. So for you, so now this is how I explain it because as a, as like a business guy and I, I'm also not like a, I'm a very like stoic business guy, mm -hmm. meaning that like, I don't, I don't like all the BS. Like right. when, when people talk about goals, yeah. I have a very different view on goals. So, so I'll explain it. Cause then, cause I'm going to ask you yeah. that question. Right. So my, my idea of goals is like you, you goals are to change your habits. Goals are to, if you can change your habits, then you can change outcomes in your life. Mm. Um, so for me, like people go, so for, as an example, like what's my goal as a podcaster? Well, my goal as a podcaster is to stay consistent. Right. Right. Because no matter what happens, if I'm consistent, something will happen, whether it's, whether it's like a million downloads or somebody sees me, yeah. like none of that happens without me being consistent. Right. Right. So for you, what are some of like your goals for your music? What do you hope comes out of it? Like, what are you trying to do? My goals and music. Um, I feel like the easy way, the easy answer for that would, would be like to make it right. But yeah, yeah. in all honesty, the more, especially with this last project that, um, that I dropped. Cause I think Dre Rocco was one of the first ones that reached out to me about the project and kind of gave me his two cents about it. Mm -hmm. And it really opened my eyes. Like, damn, like the amount of people that maybe didn't even go through like exactly what I went through, but it still resonated and they can relate to it. Mm -hmm. I never knew that it could reach that many people. Yeah. And a lot of people did relate to it. So I think, um, I want to make music that helps people in a sense. Yeah. I, I think that's, I think that's dope. That's a great one, man. Um, not just even just emotionally. Right. Cause Ben was like a very, like, I guess like sad, right. Or, well, well it was, it was sobering. Right. Like when I listened to it, I was like, this is real. Mm-hmm. And, and it was good. Like it, mm -hmm. it not only was it real, like it was something I felt like I could still bump in my car right. because like w whenever you talk about those things, like, cause I, I kind of got the point from the first song to the, you know, what was it? The last one, how many were on there? Like seven or eight, six, yeah, I think six, six, six something seven, like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I was like, it's very sobering. Mm -hmm. I was like, it's very, uh, but it was also very hopeful. Like, because again, like I'm listening to this music and I'm like, he can, he can make it, you know, he, mm -hmm. this is a creative outlet for him. And I'm like, if he can do that, I can do that. Right. right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you, you're but. good. So, but I think, yeah, I think it's just making music that people can relate to yeah. and, and like kind of, kind of help them on their, whatever they're going through. And it, it doesn't have to be like a sobering like thing. Like sure, I want to sure, sure, like, sure. I want to make, there, there's a bunch of music that when I'm in the gym, that's the only thing I listen to. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, I think um, yeah, yeah. having, yeah. Music that, that impacts people. Exactly. Yeah, man, that's cool, dude. Yeah. That's I think that's cool. what I want to make. And before I feel like I would just write just to write. It's okay. almost like in a sense of, I, I felt like I was almost like freestyling, but now uh -huh. I feel like I'm more conscious of what I really say in the mic yeah. because now I feel like I do have listeners and it's crazy because the first song I ever put on, on Spotify, it literally hit 60,000 streams. Wow. In a, in a matter of like a month. Wow. Yeah. And like, obviously Utah was not even in the, like <laughs> the met, there's like a metric scale, like in yeah, the, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. see that. I mm -hmm. see that on my stuff too. And then Utah is not even in top 10, <laughs> which was whatever. But, <laughs> but like when, when I dropped that song and it, it did the numbers or whatever, like obviously it was cool, but like, 
I don't know. For some reason now I feel like I'm more cautious of what I say. Really? Yeah. Really? Like in a good way or a bad way? I think in a good way. Okay. Like obviously I'm going to still say what I want to well, say. Yeah, what you want to say. But yeah. I, I think I'm more cautious now. Well, you, you're you you're probably more like, you're, you're more, I think what you're trying to say is like you're more intentional. Mm, like I'm going to yeah. say this on yeah. purpose. Like, yeah. You yeah. know, you know, I'm not just throwing stuff out there. Right. You know, I'm not throwing like shit the wall, seeing what sticks. Exactly. Like I'm very intentional. Sometimes, sometimes like, <laughs> as, like the way I, I've like construct like my music sometimes mm -hmm. i'm like there's like um a bar or whatever and it's just like ah like get it out the way like maybe i'm like <laughs> stuck in my head and i can't yeah. like figure out what to say and i'm just like ah that's good enough you know what i mean so yeah like instead of like having that form of thinking it's like like even if it's maybe not writing writing it right now and kind of giving it a sec and then go back to it and maybe, yeah. maybe something like pops in my head and I'm just like, yo, that that's right. That's it. Right. Yeah. 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 Intention. Yeah. And that's a good thing. That's a good point. Like intentions always change. Like that, um, you know, I, I realized that like when I was going through like my podcast journey, like at the beginning, I was like, anybody can come on. Mm -hmm. And then I quickly realized that I was, that I was not for everybody. Mm. Right. And that everybody wasn't for me and that was okay. Right. <laughs> you know, like, exactly. like I don't do, um, like, you know, the first time I interviewed um, somebody that, and they said they were like a part of an MLM. Mm -hmm. I was like, nah, I can't do this anymore. I yeah. was like, I can't be real with this person. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's not who I am. Right. Yeah. And like, I, and like, I'm not, I don't hate on networking, whatever and MLMs and stuff like that, but yeah. it's just not. And it's on my thing. Well, you saw my, you, you booked on right. calendar. Right, right, right. I was right. like, it's just not my cup of tea. Mm -hmm. Like hey, yeah, yeah. do whatever you want, bro. Listen, mm -hmm. if you can get paid a million dollars to do whatever you want to do, that's the whole point of this. Mayweather. <laughs> crazy dude yeah how crazy, crazy is that man dude who would ever thought huh those guys are just making money at this point like are you, that, are you, that are you a, a fan of like um like fighting like sports yeah 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 yeah, yeah. big fan of, big fan of mma that's okay. why i don't like logan paul and jake paul gotcha only because but again like they're making money do what you got to do right but the reason they're not fighting some of these big guys right like like you think logan paul is 190 you think he'd call out francis and ghana no come box not. me in the gym definitely no he not. wouldn't no he wouldn't you know who's crazy that that <laughs> i i i guess it just never really like crossed my mind but uh -huh. he knows what he's talking about when it comes to like like fighting go ahead uh jay rocka yeah he does yeah, yeah. Well, he's a big fan dude mm -hmm. he's a big yeah, fan I, i've i think he was on like live or whatever mm -hmm. on some i think it's one of his podcasts actually that he's yeah. dropped and yeah he's Big fan. Yeah, big, big fan. Big fan. And he knows and he knows what's going on and he mm -hmm. knows the history. He knows a lot of the mm -hmm. history in Utah. When I first met Dre and he was telling me, like, oh yeah, this is this is, you know, this is where they used to fight. And I remember these all these old fights. I'm like, dang, dude, you really are in this. Like he he loves just local. Yeah. He loves local. You know who uh, Court McGee is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Court I McGee. used to train with him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, way, nice, way, 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 way back, back in the day. That's cool though. Court yeah. McGee's a an animal, dude. Mm -hmm. He's a beast. He's a beast. Well, and I, I, and I feel like he just doesn't have that personality that um, attracts. Cause like you got to have that nowadays. You got to have like that economy. Well, you got to like, sell it. Yeah, yeah you yeah. got. It's like yeah, that's kind of why I'm scared of the UFC and and how it's kind of taking these turns because it almost to me is turning into like this WWE. This WWE yeah. stuff where it's like we're not really watching the fights. We're watching like before and after. Exactly. And I don't like that. I want to yeah. just fight and then get over with. And then when they're like yeah. round one, ding, ding. And they're just yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not, I don't want to do this. dude. And I they're like, yeah. <laughs> well, because two of my buddies, the reason I started this podcast, I've always wanted one, but I, I actually committed to do it after my two of my buddies started their like local MMA podcast. Mm. So they, they do a podcast called damage plan MMA. 
Okay. And it's Jason Laporte and Zach Partridge. Uh-huh. And Zach Partridge is actually a commentator for Fierce oh, dang. and a fighter for uh, Steel Fist. Oh. And then Jason Laporte's just a big fight guy. He just, he's go, he, they go, dude, they go to every single one of them. Mm-hmm. They always buy a table and they're at every single one of them. Dang. <laughs> and they have a great podcast. They've, they've interviewed all the local guys pretty much. Not, maybe not all of them, but they're, they're getting there. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, man. The, the, another one that I'm just like, holy crap, dude, these guys are crazy. Who is it? Uh, who is it that I just saw? I, I do jujitsu and I wrestle. Oh, okay. I don't like getting punched like, in the face. Like till this day? You still yeah. Do? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I do jujitsu and I, but I, I wrestled forever. I got into jujitsu because there's no like adult wrestling camps. Right. At first, I don't know why. Right. I, I don't Would know. you say jujitsu and wrestling coexists? Like <laughs> what's different? Uh, so, well, there's, there's a lot of differences between them, but I feel like if you're a good wrestler, then you'll be a good jujitsu guy. Mm. Like, because there's a lot of things in jujitsu that like, like that I'm better at than like you, than some purple belts mm-hmm. or like some of these higher belt guys, mm-hmm. because I wrestled for so long, like, right. like hips and, um, like pressure and stuff like that. Jujitsu, you're kind of just more like, um, getting comfortable being on your back, being on your back. And like, and it's also like wrestling is two minutes uh-huh. or you got two, three minute rounds, 30 and then one minute one minute overtime and then 30 seconds, uh, sudden death. So it's like very like you got, you got to go. Right. And there's no time. You don't get to sit there and breathe. You got to be, it's all, you have to practice enough to where you have like some muscle memory. Mm -hmm. Jiu-jitsu, you know, you can just like, if you're like, if I'm on my back and I'm comfortable, I can take a break. Right. Cause this match is five minutes. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And if I go too hard, I'm going to, and I'm not conditioned to get my ass kicked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, and which, and, and good and bad, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, that was actually one of the things that hurt me when I started jujitsu was this wrestling, like mindset, go, 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 right. go. Cause yeah. Cause I'd wrestle like this or I'd, I'd roll with this purple belt and I'm like, why is this guy just sitting here mm-hmm. and not moving? And then I'm trying to move and then I get gassed. And the second he feels an opening and the second I, I let go, cause Very I'm naked. tired. <laughs> yeah. He's I'm done. I'm tapping. I'm like, how did you right. even do that? And he's yeah. like, not about speed. I'm like, all right. I, I, I was like, all right. At first I was like, this is stupid. And yeah. then I was like, okay, there must be some like Zen stuff to this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you know, what's crazy. Cause I, I, um, like I said, I trained with like four, but we, we yeah. I was more like in Muay Thai and kickboxing. That's cool. But yeah, it's, it's a whole different, like, it's just strange. It's just different. Like on your mind, huh? Like it is different. It's a, it's a, so, it's so a do you still, of, so do you still train in Muay Thai and kickboxing? No, okay. no, not anymore. But I did it for like two, three years. That's cool. Man. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, like honestly, like it, it gave me like, um, like some sort of like, yeah, like a mental workout too. Yeah. 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 You learn stuff. Discipline. I think yeah, it's what, discipline. yeah, there you yeah, go. I discipline. think it's what it was. Yeah. I, 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 like I said, dude, I got all respect. Like whenever, whenever I say I don't do something, it's not because in fact, it's the opposite. I have so much respect for it that I don't want to get in there. Because some of these guys are legit, dude. Yeah. Like I've, I've done Muay Thai and, and boxing I think, with some of these guys. I think that's why we find offense. Like <laughs> when you see like the Jake Pauls and like, Oh yeah. Dude. You know what I mean? Because some people like really like, this is their lifestyle. Yeah. I'm not you doing know? this for money. This yeah. is like, this is how we grew up. And I like, think that's what the, the people like that, yeah. that see it and as an entertainment and then versus the people that, you know, like actually have done it and like yeah. trained and kind of seen like what's, what, what it is behind the scenes. Yeah. So well, and and with the whole Logan Paul Jake Paul thing, um, my my biggest I, I see the pros and cons. I see one of the pros because I, I 
I don't think they're actually doing this for fighting. Mm -hmm. Like Tyrone Woodley said on, on, uh, uh, Brennan Schwab's podcast that he was like, this is the most money I've ever made in a single fight ever, ever. He was like, he's like, just for signing the deal, I got more money than I've ever made in my entire life. You know what I mean? And so I think, I think that Logan and these guys are trying to make a point. Mm. So I think they're like, you guys, like you guys, I understand. So I, and I don't think they're doing it the right way, but I, but if I, cause I try to see the good in people cause if I don't, then I'll just lose my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I feel (laughs) you. you. But you know, so they're trying to make a point. They're like, we know that you guys love this so much. So why aren't you fighting for more money? Why aren't you getting paid? Right. Because the UFC just, the big people like the Dana Whites of the world, I bet you, I bet you they're like punching the air though. Right. Yeah. Cause Cause they're like, man, like, I'm pretty sure they can give them that type of money. Well, they just went public. Uh-huh. So, so if, it, if a company goes public, it's not because they're losing money. Yeah. Like that, that only happened. That, that's only happened the first time with like tech companies. So like Uber went public losing billions, but right. that's not a, that's not a normal thing. Mm. You know, you normally go public when you're, when your run rate is, you know, the, the UFC's run rate was probably hundreds of millions of dollars. Dang. But I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like a joke. Like you don't go public being a joke. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It takes a lot. First of all, it takes a lot of money period to go public. Like you or I couldn't go like run a business and then be like, Hey, let's go public. Yeah. We wouldn't have enough money period. You know, anyway. Um, so, so there's that. Right. And so, yeah. So I think, you know, well, Francis Ngannou was one of them. He was like, um, he was like, what's, what are we missing? Mm. You know? And I'm like, "Ah, I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. But, but as I say, but then I see that, but I still don't like Logan or Shank Paul because like, you know, Dana White also said that he was like, you, he's like, you guys are talking crap to people that if you met at them in a bar or, or in a back alley, yeah. they'd kill you. Right. <laughs> like, really this isn't a boxing match. Mm-hmm. We're in the street, bro. In all fairness too, though, I feel like Jake, his persona gets looked at like, he's like this, like. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so many like ways to describe Jake Paul. <laughs> but in the flip side of it, he I I do genuinely think he takes fighting seriously. Like okay, he really does, enough. you know, put the the hours in the gym and sure. he I don't I don't I, I couldn't say the same for Logan. Sure. But I did I, see Jake. You're right. I saw Jake. He it did he didn't look like a clown. Exactly. That. You know what I mean? You know he did look mean? good. Yeah. And good. I think this is his biggest test with Tyron Woodley because Tyron like He's a five-time UFC champion. He's, yeah, yeah. he's not no Ben Askren. Yeah, right, like, right. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, I thought Ben took that fight only because that was the most money he'd ever made. Exactly. He made a million on the deal and then probably another million in just sponsorships. Like I told so many people, like, <laughs> Askren is going to lose, like, bad. Like, he's going to get knocked out. And so many people are like, well, like, he's... Like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but look at his fighting background. He's not even a striker. Like, the right, dude, the right. Dude he's is a wrestler. wrestler. Yeah. Like, and you saw what happened to him when he fought Jorge, like, yeah, he ate a knee. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, because Jorge thought, or because Ben thought he was faking that knee and he was going to take him down or that it was a shitty knee. Yeah. And you can see like (laughs) even his, like his muscle reflexes when he saw someone Mm -hmm. that like unexpectedly like run up to him like that what his muscle reflex was. And it was to like go for a take Take down down and take it to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. And that's a, that's a good point about, you know, about all that. And then, and then again, it's like, why, why won't the, the Paul brothers step into the cage It's because they don't, 
Why would they? Why would, yeah. Yeah, why would they? They they're make, making money. They make like way this. more money doing something else. Exactly. Right? And, and they, now, have you seen the TikTok versus uh, YouTubers? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so crazy. Oh, it's insane. Everybody wants to be a fighter now. Yeah, it's stupid. It's, it's crazy. But, but, uh, but uh, you know, whatever. I mean, if, if, you know, if people, again, though, the reason, the biggest reason I'm not mad at them is because, like, I will never be mad at somebody for wanting, for finding a good way to make money. Right. Like they and, made, they made not, a ton of money. Yeah. And they're not hiring people. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's why I think Ben lost. Mm. Ben was up, right. Mm. Ben Askren was up and they were like, and the ref was like, nah, he was like, this isn't a real fight. Exactly. The ref's like, this isn't real. I'm not going to let you get yeah. hurt. Did you see like the, um, before the fights, like the performances by the artists? And oh all that? no, I didn't. <laughs> It I didn't watch so it because I was like, I don't want to so watch it. I never want to see a too short concert again. <laughs> I heard it was terrible. And I heard it was so bad. During the Ben one, was it was it Oscar de la Hoya? Oh yeah. Just yeah. Cracked yeah. out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> it was so crazy. Even like the uh the commentators. They were yeah, like I getting thought- like they were like getting second high, like second hand smoke. Oh yeah. yeah. They were like all high from like Snoop Dogg. It was crazy. It was funny. Yeah. 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 So that's what I'm saying. It's like, but I, so I, I'll never make, I'll never get mad at somebody for making money, but, but then you see that, right? Like you're a real boxer. Mm -hmm. You're in, you're, you're in one of these, you know, towns where like, they don't mess with like, like, let's say you got a kid from like New York who like all they do is box. Right. And you see these guys are just, they're basically making fun Fun of of you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you be pissed? Exactly. No, no, no. This like some of these people, boxing is like in their blood and that's how they made it out mm-hmm. of the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how they made it. And, you, and you're watching these, you know, these goofballs. Yeah. <laughs> it's because of the brand. It goes back to like their branding, right? Yeah. Well, that was one of the things before we, before we go, you know, that was one of the things that uh, um, was mentioned. They were like, why isn't the UFC make, get, you know, why aren't these fighters making more money? And it's like, well, there's a reason that Logan and Jake Paul can do this. Mm-hmm. They have hundreds of millions of followers on exactly. their Instagram. Exactly. I mean, if everybody, if they charged everybody $1, they would make more money than the UFC. Right. <laughs> and it, you know, so that, so the percentages are you have on, on the social media is, is, you know, you have 3% of 3% engagement, three to 5% engagement's mm-hmm. good. Right. So if you have a hundred million followers and you have 3% of your followers that will actually pay something, pay for something that you put out, you just made $3 million. Yeah. And, and, and they have more engagement than that. Exactly. They, <laughs> you know, do. they, they have do. close to 10. And so yeah. I was like, why do they make all that money? Cause they got people, they have a cult following. Yeah. <laughs> they really do. It's insane. <laughs> they got Their fans are crazy. Uh, yeah. When they, when they released that NFT, the Pokemon NFT or whatever, Logan oh, Paul did. Yeah. 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 Crazy. That's unbelievable. It's bro. crazy. Well, Hey man, uh, I appreciate your time. Yes, sir. I appreciate our conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us, tell everybody how they can find your music and follow you, man. Um, yeah. So in all music platforms is going to be young Majin. That's Y U N G M A J I N. Um, and any other form of social media, um, the handle is going to be who this AZN and, uh, yeah. Right on dude. Stream, uh, vent is out on all music platforms. Right on. I'll put that in the description, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, brother.